Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Baird for this day 27 of month 11, 2023. On the docket today, we're going to talk about Mary Jane, mm-hmm, the bakery, not, not the other stuff. Unless you want to talk about the other stuff, but I don't know much about the other stuff. We're going to talk about WWE Survivor Series. We're going to talk about NFL and CFB rankings, week 12.8. 11. We're going to talk about military World War II and unaliving events. We're going to talk about Decision 2024, garbage in the town, weather crisis, and our psalm and verse of the day. Psalm number 43 in Hosea chapter 1, verse 11. Those are our topics as we get to it, to it. Ah, my lovely peoples of the internet, it is so exciting to be with you. Another opportunity for us to get together and chat and fellowship wherever you might find yourself. Uh, You might find yourself on a ship somewhere, stuck out in the middle of the ocean. God bless all the people on the Gerald Ford, the President Gerald Ford, the USS Gerald Ford. Did we get all of the... All of the uh, the preliminaries in. Did we make sure we, we, we did everything? Got, we, we said it right. All right. The USS Gerald. It's somewhere out there in the in the middle of the waters. But you may find yourself listening to this. They give you more Wi-Fi out there. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that in just a few moments. But it's good to be with you wherever you are. However you're consuming this, I am definitely grateful. On behalf of the platform by which you've chosen to consume this, I am grateful. And I ask that you do whatever is necessary, you know, to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the Internet. How about you do something else for me, if you can? All you people out there on the USS Gerald Ford, when you go into that that secret room to, you know, talk to your wife and tell her sweet nothings while also not telling her where you is. uh, Make sure that uh, to, 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 you know, bypass the time, you know, from all that junk you can't tell her. Tell about this uh, little piece of business that we're listening to, that you're listening to right now, that we're doing here, our conversation that we, you and I, is having. So she knows you ain't cheating on her, you know. And, um, oh, well, not, no, you're not cheating on her. I mean, porn is not cheating. That's, that's, mm, well, you can't give me, okay. Just tell her, you know, to come and check this out here. Listen to it. And tell all her cousins and her girlfriends down at the circle club meeting. Lord, it's a lot of them women down there. You know, Karen be down there too. You know Karen. No, we won't talk about her. All right, cool. Nonetheless, tell her. Slide. And don't. This is what I don't want you to do, all right? Now, I want you to tell your wife. I'm talking to all the the brothers on the Gerald Ford. I want you to tell your wife. But don't go tell your mistress, okay? Because. Lord have mercy. If they, if those two ever link up at an event that I'm hosting, that, that would, mm-mm-mm-mm. no, sir. I am not prepared to deal with the drama that will ensue for them two uh, misfits meeting up at some event. So, so you were the reason you met with that egg man. It's EDB. I don't like Erg because everybody don't know how to say my name. Uh, anyway, tell them that you're out here. 
tell them what we're doing things. Tell them that we bout it. And, uh, you know, slide into them DMs. Make sure it's consensual is what I'm trying to get to with that long soliloquy. We want consensual conversations. And I appreciate you for doing so. Because you care for your friends and family. Even even the mistresses. You care for them too. They're still human beings. I get it. Mm-hmm. And you share with your communities. You know, they, they are part of the communities. They, they might be the hoes of the community. But they're still a part of the community. So... So we're going to let him in. Mm-hmm. All right. Whew. Um, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, how are you doing? We're doing something different around here, but we appreciate you for still hanging on, even in our transition. As we are, uh, you know, let, let, I, let me tell you something. I was paying so much money on these editing things and, and God bless the Spotify. They're trying to take over the world. I get it. But um, they are tools. With the anchor, they ain't paying me to say this. They used to, but you know, they decided that I wasn't worth their time. Um, but it just made it so much easier to just, you know, cut out all the other stuff. And you know, we're just having a conversation. This ain't about a production. It's really just about us having a chat. That's why I only edit my vlogs on iMovie. I mean, this is about just having a chat, you and I. And Apple, once you get on board and start creating a platform that allow us to do what we do, you know. And then go over there and convince Anchor to dump Spotify and come with you. Then we can really do what we do. Ah, yeah, that's a pipe dream, I know. Anyway, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, no copyright sound is out here in these streets empowering creators. They're royalty free and no copyright sound. And, and so they got some things that'll be put up here and, in, 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 you know, in between some things, there'd be some things. And so we appreciate them for doing what they do. Uh, so we want to we want to make sure that we're we're showing some love uh, to them. All right. So that's what that's you know a little bit of what we got going on this week. What we doing here? We might be walking with Luca this week. So follow us Instagram. Uh, hey, it's EDB. I I I, I mm, yep I did it. I just want to tell you right now I did it. I went on ahead and uh, mm, yeah. We must, that was me, you know, clacking my tongue, you know, not my tongue. What is that? That is my tongue. But um, we did, we, 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 un, we uninstalled it. Mm-hmm. We said goodbye to the X. It's no longer on our, on our devices. Nowhere to be found. Mm, yeah. Nonetheless, uh, hey, it's CDB. Oh, Snapchat too. I got rid of it. I'm just tired of looking at it. I'm like, dude, I ain't going to do nothing with this thing. And they won't let me have H-E-Y. I got to have H-A-Y. So that was making me mad. So I'm like, dude, okay, I'm done with you. So um, the X and the snap, they're gone bye-bye. Nonetheless, we're going to do a little walk, hopefully, if the weather should allow for us. It's going to be cold this week. We're going to talk about that in just a few moments. Nonetheless, we're going to get out there and try to get to it to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so stay tuned, stay locked. YouTube, hey, it's CDB. Instagram, hey, it's CDB. TikTok, we just uploaded some stuff. We did that, hey, it's CDB over there as well. So so we're doing things on the internet is what I'm trying to say. So so go ahead and, and, and check us out. All right? Yeah. All right, let's get into what we got to do today because we got some things going on today. A lot of things going on today. It's an exciting Monday. If you're listening to this when it's released and uh, we want to talk about why it's so exciting. If you don't mind, I know you don't. So let's go ahead and get settled in. All right. 
I done said that like 40 times. You just should you do it, right? right? Today, as I said, is Monday. It is 27 days into month 11. But most importantly than it being 27 days into month 11, which means that we're coming to the end of month 11, which means that we're almost settling down into the end of 2023. It is Cyber Monday. Welcome to Cyber Monday. Mm. That time of the year, we are reminded to not suffer in long lines at the Walmart hoping the noise-canceling earbuds can drown out the screaming brats, you know, mad mom, they're mad, you know, because mom can't uh, afford the Pop-Tarts. Yeah, they gotta choose between bread and water, them little brats need to understand. Ellen Davis is to be thankful for uh, getting fed up with uh, the Walmart traffic in 2005. Apart from our struggle as a shopper, this period was created to offset workplace boredom. After all, how many hours can you talk about Josiah baby mama drama? I, Josiah, he, he, I, every time he, 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 like, dude, stop, just, just, just rap it, dude. Man, you mama baby mama be crazy, man. And, and yet you keep putting your dick in them raw. I don't understand it. And then you won't even pull out. I don't need, uh, Okay. That, that's, that's why we started this. Fun financial fact, or F3 as I like to call it. In 2018, pre-pandemic, you know, back when we both had money, nearly $8 billion, mm -hmm, Did you hear what I said? I said nearly $8 billion was made on cyber money. Not Monday. It was Monday. Money. But it was on Monday. But they made money. Mm-hmm. Most on, you won't believe this, Facebook Marketplace. Mm. So rather than heading out to Best Buy to do combat with Big Pete in the washer and dryer section, we can become the ultimate economic keyboard warriors and fight online. And don't forget my Christmas present, by the way, because I'm, I'm really interested in, in more technology. So, you know, if you can go ahead and handle that, I, I definitely would appreciate it. Thank you very kindly. Cyber Monday. That's we celebrating today. Yes, sir. All right, we want to talk about what happened this weekend. Survivor Series went down in Chicago, Illinois, which was very interesting because, you know, it's Chicago, Illinois. So we're going ahead and get to the main event of this. Uh, CM Punk returned because it was in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, had a mate. It was a good pop. Uh, there was some conversations or some posts out there that talked about uh, Friday Night SmackDown the night before, uh, where there was some CM Punk chats, and then some folks started booing. So you know. I, I guess it's subjective, but in, in Chicago, that's just that's just the way it's going to be. Randy Orton also came back last night and, and entered the cage in the War Games cage and took out uh, the Judgment Day. And so uh, we, we experienced that. And uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair 
they took care of business and got, got back on the same page and figured out how to like each other. Uh, what else happened on last night? Drew McIntyre, you know, he was in the thing, and I guess he's a heel now. I don't really know exactly what's going on there, but uh, my phone is ringing because somebody didn't turn the thing off. We supposed to turn the thing off when we having these conversations. Well, I wouldn't have turned off. Okay, let, let's go ahead and, and, and put the kibosh on that. And and, and uh, we got to have somewhere down here where we can. Uh, this is on silent. So uh, we got to put the rest of our stuff on silent. So that nobody disturbs us while we are having conversations. That might have been Matthew calling. I don't know. He he said he was going to call, but I said no. We ain't going to talk today. We'll figure out, let everything marinate from the weekend in sports, and then we'll you know get together and talk about you know the life and the struggle and all that stuff. So you know sometimes he wants to be like, look, dude, I just want to get this over with. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Calm your nerves. So anyway, he also. Uh, talking about Matthew he also uh, reached out and and uh, sent a text and a tweet my brother sent a text and a tweet talk about Randy Orton seeing punks back you know it, my phone just kept going off like okay dude it happened what the hell you want me to talk about the thing that interests me though uh the most about this piece of business or this this occurrence over the weekend uh, as I started, because you know I'm a clip guy. You know I don't really watch the, some shows just too damn long. Well, you know they gotta do what they gotta do. You know they gotta record it, and I, and I appreciate them recording. I appreciate all of you who are, you know, loyal hardcore fans, and and you sit there and and watch those three and four hour shows just so they can record and have. You know, lively experiences, and then people like me can go on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or wherever you know you get your clips and get the clips everywhere but Twitter. I don't, excuse me, X. I don't do that anymore. Mm -mm, nope, deleted that. So the thing that came up to me when I was paying attention to uh, you know the clips was Seth Rollins' response to CM Punk's return. Somebody put that out there. And I was thinking, Seth Rollins is the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you got Seth Rollins being restrained, not by some referees, or, or we know him as the Zebras, not by a couple of, you know, stage hands that used to be wrestlers but can't wrestle no more because they got little ailments. Or they're just old or whatever. But you got Seth Rollins being restrained by Michael Cole and Corey Grace, the announcers, the yappers, the, 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 the company yappers. Are restraining Seth Rollins. Now, this would paint the picture that you got an unhinged gentleman who is just hell bent on letting the world know how pissed off he is at the fact that you got this renegade back in the company. But then I thought about that real quick. Because you got this. 
this renegade, of course, but he's out here flipping the bird and telling Seth Rollins, excuse me, Seth Rollins is telling CM Punk to go fuck himself and fuck you and fuck you and flipping the bird like he's stone cold. And, and, and this guy is the world heavyweight champion. He is one of the top dogs in the company. Now, you're saying to myself, well, yes, right, that's Eric. This is what some crowds are saying. Yes, he's the top dog in the country, in the company, and he ought not to be act like that dignity and pride and, and the honorable tradition of the company. He's supposed to be caring about the company and the company. Hmm. I get you. I get you. And I agree with you. He ought to be caring about the well-being financially socially of the company which is why i'm intrigued because you don't put the world heavyweight championship on a guy that's unhinged think about it when rvd had the world heavyweight championship no he had the wwe championship back in the day and they found out he was unhinged they got that thing off him so fast and they never put it back on him had a, a couple other people. Jeff Hardy was another one that was unhinged. Got it off of him. Seth Rollins is not that guy. Seth Rollins is very uh, strategic. He's a business owner. He does the CrossFit. He's the CrossFit Jesus is Seth Rollins. So you got to wonder. Seth Rollins being the wife of the man, Becky Lynch, who found her way to the top of the women's division and managed to be in some cases on the same level as Charlotte Flair. You got to wonder. This had to be a very, very good staged event. You had to wonder. You had to have known. You got to think, at least for me. That Seth Rollins would know that we live in the TikTok era. We live in the Instagram era. We live in the uh, YouTube shorts and the clips era. Everybody's for the clips. He had to have known that somebody was going to catch that. And to have Michael Cole. And Corey Graves as the uh, supporter, if you will, in this escapade shows everybody what we are discussing. That here is an unhinged champion. But what if that was the whole point? I mean, you think about it for uh, it was Seth Rollins who went on. The Patrick McAfee show some time ago when Patrick was on Radio Row. This was during the Super Bowl. Patrick McAfee and Seth Rollins had a conversation and and he talked about Logan Paul and how Logan Paul didn't belong in the WWE and Logan Paul and Logan Paul and Logan Paul. And next thing you know, Logan Paul and Seth Rollins are scrapping. You think about it. Uh, Roman Reigns went on the Logan Paul podcast and they were having a good conversation. And, and what do you know, after that ended, they were scrapping. 
There's a couple other instances where some folks went on. I think Seth, uh, not Seth Rollins, uh, we talked about him. Ray Mysterio went on the Logan Paul podcast. And after that was over, they were scrapping, you know. So, so, so this reality era poises or presents a new opportunity where we are taking this thing called psychology and we're just snapping it. Instead of trying to uh, convince you that we are hateful individuals, no, we just go gun ho in the opposite direction. We go gun ho towards reality. We go gun ho towards realism. We we flip you the bird. We talk about your kids. We kick your dog. We spit in your wife's drawers. We do all of these different things because we are real people. Hmm. And to some degree, that that um, can well. It, it I don't know if it uh, suspends uh, the disbelief or the belief of reality. I don't know if it enhances it. I just think it gets some clips. Cause after all, that's all it's about, right? Them silly little clips. Hmm? Speaking of Logan Paul. There was some conversation out there in these streets about him deciding that he was uh, uh, he was done with the uh, with the boxing world. I, I read that somewhere. Logan Paul abruptly retires from boxing as industry continues to crumble. Uh, every company is going, OK, I don't want to talk about that. Um, it says Logan Paul is hanging up the gloves. The Maverick helped kick off the the influencer boxing crave by fighting fellow. So, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, he did all this other good stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I'm retiring from boxing. Paul told Fox business. I think I've done enough in this sport going fully undefeated at 25. He's 25 and oh, he's not 25 and oh, um, Hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to be a wrestler now. No more money in boxing. Every company is going broke. So, full-time wrestler. Beat Rey Mysterio fair and square. Okay, he, he he's, he's, again, dudes out here. I mean, he, he's promoing. You have to compete now with Logan Paul. That's what the wrestling industry has to compete with. Logan Paul, who is the biggest shit talker, the biggest asshole in all of sports. And if he's not the biggest, he's a close second with his brother, Jake. Hmm? So that's what we're dealing with here. Uh, I don't believe that he's going to retire. I don't really care about him retiring. It just is what it is. You know, it's, it's, it's till we get to the next championship. I guess we should talk about the next opportunity for a championship. I don't even know. I don't know. How can he be 25 and oh, cause didn't he lose the KSI? I thought he did. Or was that a draw? He didn't lose to Floyd. He hung with, he hung with him. So that, that wasn't even a, that was just an exhibition. I don't even think that counted. I don't remember. Speaking of uh, championships and wins and losses, Dallas V Cowboys is looming. If anything, uh, in some uh, 30 days, they're going to meet Christmas Eve to see what's going to be talked about. But um, 
Is there a possibility? This is something Matthew is probably blown up the phone about because he wants to talk about. Uh, but, you know, uh, Miami now with that good old eight and three after they took care of business against the Raiders. Mm hmm. And uh, no, was it the Raiders? I, I'm I'm. I think I know I'm I'm um no it was the Jets. The Raiders was November 19. They took care of business. The Jets was um 2 days ago on Friday. Black Friday, which they gave the Jets a black eye and you know, but they got to meet the Jets in 3 more weeks. <sighs> Hopefully Aaron Rodgers won't be back and they can take care of business and, and they got the commanders, the Titans, the Jets, and then the Cowboys. The Cowboys and the Ravens are going to be interesting because now you got to meet up with Lamar and OBJ. That might be a game that I have to go and invite to old brother Robbie Bradshaw over for sit down. I don't know how we'll see about that. He's a Baltimore guy over there in Portsmouth. Maybe we'll find ourselves a nice little bar in Portsmouth to uh, check that game out. I don't even know if I want to go check out games because you know how it happens when I check out games. They end up losing, so I, I, I tend to stay away. Maybe I'll buy coffee the next one. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But that's going to be interesting to see how that's going down. Uh, but there is a possibility. We started this season talking about the fact that the Miami Dolphins could potentially go to the Super Bowl. They could face off against the Dallas Cowboys. We talked about that. That was a, a very strong, very loud conversation, not just amongst myself and Matthew, but amongst a lot of sports people. And many Oh, many times during this season it was is it going to be Dallas is it going to be Miami Miami is strong Dallas is strong too but then again Dallas sucks because they got Dak Prescott he's not going to get across the Red Sea he never gets across the Red Sea maybe this is the year he can cross the Red Sea and every time they think he's going to cross the Red Sea he chokes <sighs> somebody else that's not choking um, is uh, them Eagles you know, they're nine and one are the Eagles nine and one. They lost a highly competitive Super Bowl to, to Patty Mahomes in Glensdale. But coach Nick Serrani immediately lost both his coordinators to head coaching jobs with offensive coordinator Shane hired by the Indianapolis Colts and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Uh, all that's irrelevant. But as November draws to a close, the Eagles have a league best record of nine and one. No other NFL teams has fewer than three losses. Everybody's up there with three. Miami's up there with three. Um, let's just look at this. Let's just look at the record. Miami's got three. If I can pull this up quick. Uh, NFL scores. Let me see the regime standings in here. In the AFC, uh, Miami is eight and three. The Chiefs are seven and three. They're going to take care of business tonight. By the time you hear this, that'll be different. The Ravens are eight and three. The Jaguars are eight and three. In the uh, National Conference, that was the AFC. The Cowboys are eight and three. The 49ers are eight and three. The Lions are eight and three. Uh, th those are the top teams. 
And then above all of that, you got them damn Eagles at nine and one. So now it definitely ain't going to be a triple threat match at the Super Bowl. That ain't going to happen. No, it'd be nice if we could, you know, have a, 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 a triple threat match and, uh, you know, in Allegiant Stadium and Paradise, Nevada. That would, that would be a moment of extreme paradise, but that ain't going to happen on February 11. So if it's not Dallas, or should I say, could it be Dallas? Well, no, because here's the problem with Dallas. Now, Miami can get there because if you look at their, their pathway, Miami over there in the AFC, uh, uh, in the American Football Conference, you know, they got to go through Patty Mahomes. Yeah, they didn't do that too good, but, and then they got to go through Lamar, and then they got to go through the Jaguars down there, you know, with the, uh, oh boy, uh, the cons who's got something to prove because the Jaguars ain't never been to the game before. So, so, so they're interested in making a statement. The cons are. Uh, they just lost CM Punk to WWE, the cons did. So they're trying to get a championship. Mm-hmm. I, but on the NFC, the Cowboys, if you think about it, the Dolphins are at the top of their division. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are at the top of their division. The Ravens are at the top of their division. The Jaguars at the top of their division. But the Cowboys can't get there because of them damn Eagles. The number two. In a perfect game, they, 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 they can't even clinch their own division, the NFC East, because of them damn Eagles. So, uh, what's the conversation going to look like in paradise? Is it going to be Dallas? Or is it going to be them damn Eagles? Hmm? That's an interesting conversation that we're going to have here in a minute. Uh, speaking of... Um, conversation of rankings we just talked about what it looks like for the uh the rankings and uh and uh the nfl but now you got the college rankings to talk about uh the top 25 teams we're going to do some of them georgia bulldogs of course is number one uh, their record is now 12 and 0 they defeated they defeated georgia tech 31 23 uh, Michigan is number two. They moved up from number three with a record of 12 and 0. The Washington Huskies is number three. Previously number four, they moved up um, with a record of 12 and 0 after they defeated Washington State. Uh, the Florida State Seminoles, never heard of them, but they're number four. Previously number five with a record of 12 and 0. Oregon Ducks is number five, previously number six, with a record of 11 and one after they defeated Oregon State 31 to seven. And Ohio State Buckeyes went from number two to number six after they took an L to Michigan uh, 30 to 24, making them now 11 and one. Everybody was talking. Everybody was talking about Ohio State. Ohio State's going to be number one. Ohio State, everybody, Ohio State was at the top. Ohio, 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 Ohio. Where they at now? 
down at the bottom. Texas Longhorns are number seven. They held their spot with 11 and 1. Alabama is number eight, roll tide. They held their spot with 11 and 1. The Missouri Tigers is number nine. They were previously number 10 at 10 and 2. And the Penn State is number 10, previously number 11 at 10 and 2. Uh, they defeated Michigan State 42 zip. And Old Mississippi is a, a number 11, previously number 12 at 10 and 2. And Oklahoma Sumers is number 13, or was 13, now they're 12 at 10 and 2. LSU is 13, once 14 at 9 and 3. Mm-hmm. Louisville Cardinals is number 15, previously number 9 at 10 and 2. And Notre Dame, the Notre Dame is number 16, previously number 17. And, and the list just goes on and on down from there. So it's very interesting. Not only are we, we confused, if you please. Actually, we're not confused. Georgia's going to do it again. You watch what I tell you. Go ahead and mark, mark it today. Georgia's going to do it again. They're going to handle the business. They're going to knock it off. Mm -hmm. We're going to see them once again in the college championship. But another thing that's very interesting to me, and let me see if it's at, at this point where I can talk about it. And I think it is. Um, them uh, JMU. I didn't put that in my notes here. Yeah, I did. JMU becomes bowl eligible for the first time in school's history. So, you know, JMU was I mean, James Madison. You know, that's where, where game day went and they were undefeated. Game day showed up and they got their asses handed to them. But now they got redemption. They, they're going to a bowl for the first time. So shout out to the good old JMU. I guess that's what's happening in VA today. So I, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on when we get to today in NFK and VA. So, I, But I just wanted to put that here. <sighs> All right. As a matter of fact, that's enough sports for today. Enough uh, what's going on, not only just in sports, but in sports and entertainment. Yeah, that that's the key. Sports and entertainment. Mm, that's what we're doing. Speaking of ports or sports, not ports. I guess ports, no, that has nothing to do with sports, except for it rhymes. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, the one good thing that happens in sports is music. There is a, a halftime show, if you please, where a particular artist shows up and does their business. We would like for you to put something here, if you don't mind, that will uh, inspire us, make us move a little bit. Go ahead and check that hour. If you got an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, something. with This, this is sports. Sports is also athleticism. Get up and move. Shake your groove thing. Yeah. Put that right up in here. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, not, not Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ of no copyright sound out here empowering creators through no copyright sound and royalty free music. Put that right up in here. Check that Apple Fitbit, that Apple Watch, that Fitbit. Make sure you get that hour in. Turn them arms, twist them booties. And we're going to be right back. Hey, it's EDB on the other side.
better watch out if you ignite him He's a road ahead of full prophecy To be the greatest beast the world has ever seen I feed him every day like the bones clean I feed him all the hate and he grows me And he gets caused real big pissed off quick And if you cross him you might drop dead Metaphorically of course settling this or Never getting bored loves the blood and gore Always wanting more freedom from the source They don't really understand until they feel the force Departed if you start shit you'll be heartless in the darkness Torn apart quick you left scars ripped you'll be chewed up and discarded and this world ain't right, won't accept it Negative energy, I expect it Once it's in your mind, it's infectious So fight for your life and reject it You better give me space, I'm protective My adrenaline spikes when I'm threatened And if you stay in my way, I'm aggressive Cause when there's no legs, it'll kill when I'm desperate To me, I promise the darkness I can honestly believe. But don't cross me, I might lose control of the lost beast. Oh, he walked away inside with the key control by fireflies. Oh. And this world ain't right, won't accept it. Negative energy, I expect it. Once it's in your mind, it's infectious. So fight for your life and reject it. You better give me space, I'm protective. My adrenaline spikes when I'm threatened. And if you stay in my way, I'm aggressive. Cause when there's no legs, it'll kill when I'm desperate. All of you now, as you are, you're recovering. God bless all the the, the Thanksgiving hosts. Mm. I looked around my house this year, and I was so excited. I, I was, I mean, well, the wife did some cooking. She did part of the cooking, more so the prepping, and then she took it over to to her mama's, her mammy's house, and they um they they you know did the business over there, but um. For the most part, I looked around my home and I was like, dude, swig to the, to the cleanest. Mm -hmm. I was me taking a swig of water because it was clean around here. And uh, I was excited about that. But then I started to, to really feel some type of way because some of y'all's out here in these streets, 
Y'all didn't have the same luxuries and the privileges that I had. Y'all, y'all had to struggle. All the brothers who had to deal with the influx of traffic and the constant and pulled just just piles of garbage. We'll talk about garbage. The history of garbage. Or more specifically, the history of garbage dumps uh, in the history of America. This is by Lavivia Gershorn. Uh, she wrote this as on uh, GST uh, OR Daily. She says, humans have been faced with the problem of garbage for as long as we lived in permanent, densely populated settlements. Anthropologist Sarah Hill gives the example of the Neolithic city located in what's now Turkey. There, people discarded their trash between homes, gradually building up a layer of waste that fused the buildings together and eventually became a sublayer on top of which later residents built their. So they were building homes on trash, which makes sense because you think here in Norfolk, uh, not in Norfolk, um, over in uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, Landfield Hill or Shit Towers, I like to call it, is basically nothing but a gigantic trash suit. In this way, uh, and now what is Turkey, mounded up into the world's first man-made landforms and became a stereotypic city on a hill. Many thousands of years later, the building of colonial cities in Northern America also took advantage of urban waste. Starting in Dutch colonial times when New York was still New Amsterdam, which I didn't know that, authorities allowed the sale of water lots. Property rights for land that didn't yet exist in the waters around Manhattan. Uh, for 1-25 the price of land lots. The new owners created land, expanding the island onward using whatever materials they could find. This included discarded ship materials, often sand or coral from the Caribbean, and locally produced garbage. One seventeen nine six account described how carts were emptied to collect such dirt and filth as the large populate or populous cities furnished in abundance, and with materials of this description, it was filled, dumped, and to give greater uh, mass, there were occasionally added dead horses, dogs, cats, hogs, etc. A century later, Hill writes, Chicago employed its own waste for a different kind of urban improvement project, creating pleasant country landscapes inside the city. After the Great Chicago Fire, the city threw charred debris into marshes around Lake Michigan. 
Over the decades that followed, authorities deliberately dumped regular household waste into the swampland to form solid land for recreational uses. Progressive era city planner Daniel Burnham envisioned the trash as the basis for beautiful and extensive park strips along the entire shore, which will almost build themselves into course into the course of another generation. And indeed, the century old trash now lies below a network of landside or lakeside parks, bike paths and beaches, all this fun stuff that you really don't care about. Let's get to the point. Uh, oh, oh, well, we were almost finished. Don't you love it how you, you quit right before it's really about to be over? Chicago was one of just many U.S. cities across the country that built trash into sub strip for parks, highways and bridges foundations in the early 20th century. By the end of the century, the country had mostly adopted the model of sanitary landfills like that thing called Mount Trashmore or Shit Hill. So the majority of this story here, or should I say the moral to this story, is around about this time of year particularly that has always been a struggle with, with garbage. But there's always a good, there is a good thing that you can do with your trash. That the, the waste of this world has found meaning. And now that you think about it, it has become some of the most beautified places and sites and tourist opportunities all starting <laughs> from trash you can read the fullness of that article just in case you didn't understand anything i was saying uh the history of garbage the history of garbage dumps in the history of america by uh lavia gershon that article will definitely find its way down yonder in what we call the description. So you can go and check that out and, and you know, glean what you will from understanding the history of just a simple item called sick, sadistic, filthy, stinky, don't forget wretched and worthless trash. Ugh. Today in NFK, November 27, 1829, council passes regulations for loaf bread. An ordinance was passed by the Common Council of the Borough of Norfolk regulating the production and sale of loaves of bread. It was required that loaves be made of quote good and wholesome flour end quote and in flour pound two pound one pound and half pound loaves those who produce bread from inferior flour or in sizes that did not comply with the ordinance would be subject to five dollars in fines 
or a $5 fine, is how I ever want to say that. A non-conforming and non-conforming loaves were subject to confiscation. Mm -hmm. The law was set to go into effect on January 1, 1830, but was repealed on December 22, 1829. I guess all them people down at Mary Jane. You remember Mary Jane Bakery? Mary Jane Bakery used to be on, uh, I want to say it was on, was it on Llewellyn? It was between Llewellyn and Monticello. They got them new apartments up there now. But up there, it used to be a Mary Jane Bakery. Used to get up there. Also, Mary Jane Bakery used to be on Virginia Beach Boulevard. It's a brown. No, not on Virginia Beach Boulevard. On Princess Anne Road. It's a brown building. That's right there before you get to Rush Street, I want to say. Uh, there's a gas station. Look, gas station sits up there in the cut between those two streets. Uh, and Mary Jane used to be up there. They were the bread peoples. They were part of the repeal process, I, I guess you can say. Uh -huh. But also, today in VA, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about it. JMU becomes bowl eligible for first time in school history. Mm -hmm. Let's read a little bit. Cam Mellor wants us to know. Wrote this November 26, 2023 at 6.30 a.m. He had nothing better to do but get up because he had to tell this story. It took a lot to get where we are for the James Madison Dukes. No matter where you stood on the NCAA eligibility status for the Dukes this season, there was simply no denying the fact that JMU was easily one of the best teams in the entire country. It was a travesty that the Dukes were deemed ineligible to play in the postseason by the NCAA. But by the grace of their fellow FBS teams, the historic 2023 is now set to continue for JMU as they're bowl eligible for the first time in school history. Thanks to the copious amount of bowl games and a loophole in bowl eligibility standards, the Dukes are now headed to a postseason bowl game for the first time. Of the college, oh, excuse me, of the 133 college football teams, 82 of them are a part of bowl season. Teams must win six games to reach bowl eligibility, which they they did, uh, which seems simple enough. However, following the final week of the regular season, only 79 teams had won the required six games to reach bowl eligibility or 81. If you counted JMU and Jacksonville State, who also were deemed ineligible for postseason play because of FCS to FB transition rules. Uh, the moral of the story. Currently. The college football. Network bowl. Projections. Have JMU playing the Miami Hurricanes. Oh. In the Gasparilla Bowl. 
But let's face it, the Duke shouldn't have had to. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to do. Um, oh, here's another thing. The Dukes put forth one of the most impressive college football seasons in recent memory. Not only did they win 11 games, but they finished with an equally impressive 7 1 record in the highly competitive Sun Belt. And should be playing for the title during conference championship weekend. The Dukes should have also been considered for the New Year's six bowls. But the college football playoff selection committee left them unranked due to their ineligibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. JMU is easily one of the best teams to the Liberty Flames and the Tulane Green Wave from group of five. Uh, I was trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, the It was an historic season by every measure for JMU, and they got the end result they all wanted. Postseason play. Sure, it's not the conference championship, but you better believe this Dukes team will put forth the best effort in all facets to improve the 12-1 they only lost one game this season. And they're not in the championship. That is completely wild. Ah, nonetheless. Today in VA and NFK, we talk about bread, Mary Jane, and James Madison, University Football, the Dukes. Can Dukes and Flower being okay, okay, never mind. A few other things that we can celebrate today, just to, uh, just in case you was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about any of them things you were talking about. Give me, give me something else that I can, I can put in my palate and chew on. Okay, uh, we can talk about National Brand Day for all the entrepreneurs and dreamers and doers. We can talk about Turtle Adoption Day because, you know, you're that kind of wildlife activist. We can talk about the fact that today is actually Thanksgiving Day number one. Uh, it went down nationally in 1789. Today was the first Thanksgiving. 1127 or 26, actually. No, 27. That was right. Uh, Captain James Cook was one of the first whites to invade Maui, now known as Hawaii. Uh, this would have been the born day, uh, number 101 for Charlie Brown creator, Charles Schultz. You remember Peanuts used to be in your paper? Also, happy born day to DJ Khaled. Uh, and slavery, abolitionist. Sojourner Truth went to glory today in 1883. Another fun fact, she was born the year G.W. died. You remember the original G.W., not George Bush, George Washington. Yeah, those are some things you can uh, put on your palate if you want to say, I, I need something else to celebrate. You can go on ahead and celebrate those things today. This 11-27-2023. Ain't he all right? I said, ain't he all right? Mm-hmm, he's all right, yes, sir.
Oh, let's try on Mondays. Let me let me start with that. On Mondays, I like to focus my attention on our people in uniform. I think that not enough time is spent celebrating them. And I would like to do that here if you don't mind. Military scientists identify remains of a soldier who died in World War II. Um, these were the remains of Indiana soldier uh, Defense POW slash MIA accounting agency announced Wednesday that the remains of U.S. Army 2nd Lieutenant Gene F. Walker of Richmond, Indiana were identified in July, nearly 79 years after his death. Walker was 27 and commanded a M4 Sherman tank in November 1944 when his unit battled German forces near Halschollen, Germany, and his tank was struck by an anti-tank round. The tank's other crew members survived, but Walker was killed and they were unable to remove his body from the tank due to heavy fighting. The War Department issued a presumptive finding of death in April 1945 for Walker, uh, but his remains were identified after the historian determined that one set of unidentified remains recovered in December 1944 from a burned out tank in Hoshlin possibly belonged to Walker. Those remains were exhumed uh, at a cemetery in Hamburg, Belgium in August 1921 and sent to the laboratory for analysis. Walker's remains were identified based on anthropological or anthropological, yeah, I said that right, anthropological analysis, circumstantial evidence, and an analysis of microchydrolial, or basically DNA. You can't tell what these big words. His remains will be buried in San Diego, California in early 2024. Uh, DPAA said Walker's name is recorded on the walls of the missing at Netherlands American Cemetery in Margenton or Margreton, Netherlands. And a rosette will be placed next to his name to indicate he has been accounted for. God bless our friend. Who served Mr. Gene Walker. Also today we want to talk about uh, World War II. Not only did they find Mr. Walker's remains. But the sunken World War II carrier resting place identified 78 years later. The wreckage site of a World War II U.S. Navy escort carrier was identified July 10 by the Naval History and Heritage Command's Underwater Archaeology Branch, bringing a semblance of closure to the crew of a ship that dipped beneath the waves 78 years ago. The USS Omni Bay CVE-79 
was transitioning the Sulu Sea near the Philippines on the evening of January 4, 1945, when it came under attack by a twin-engine aircraft flown by a Japanese kamikaze pilot. The ship's skipper, Captain Howard L. Young, had just opted to install extra guards on deck as an extra precautionary measure against such attacks, but the efforts proved futile. The incoming aircraft, with no sailors spotted until it was too late, slammed into the class escort carrier's starboard side, erupting its two attached bombs and igniting uh, on the ship's flight deck, where a slew of aircrafts had not yet been degassed were assembled. So you can pretty much tell what happened to all that. It was a big old kaboom. Ah, in the water, I stayed until a few sharks just went by me. No ships came to support us because the light carrier pen. Princeton had been damaged when it went alongside the Birmingham when it was bombed. Around 8 p.m., the USS Burns fired a single torpedo at the unsalvageable escort carrier, sending the hulking, broiling ship below the surface for good of her 800-strong crew, 95 were lost. Hmm. So, not only today do we send uh, a moment of closure, if you please, to our friend, Mr. Walker, but to the 95 individuals who were lost on the USS Omni Bay. Mm-hmm. Finally, speaking of death, we're trying to prevent this one. Uh, the Navy Times is executing uh, quality of life reforms for sailors at shipyards following a series of suicides, or excuse me, unalivings, aboard the aircraft carrier GW. But there is still a lot more work to be done. Included in the changes are expanding health care and Wi-Fi access for sailors. Grant guaranteed off-ship and off-shipyard housing. And consolidated parking according to Adam, Admiral Scotty Gray, the Navy's quality of service cross-functional team lead. Our research has confirmed... The obvious, something we all knew. Nobody joins the Navy to conduct years of important industrial maintenance. It's unsatisfying and undercuts their interest in the service. This came from Mr. Gray, or Admiral Gray. Excuse me, put some respect on his name. The George Washington, which suffered three uh, deaths by unaliving over the course of six days in April 22, started undergoing its midlife refueling and complex overhaul uh, at Huntington's 
Ingalls Industries. Oh, that was over here in Newport News. The Newport News shipyards. Mm-hmm. So, uh, while an investigation released in December 2022 determined that the unalivings were not related, the report also revealed the nature of the challenging work environment at the Newport News shipyard or shipbuilding and how it had negatively affected the sailors. So there's a lot of things you can look at over here. They got a report here that's out there. And we want to, we want to do, we, we, <coughs> let me tell you what I'm thinking. Okay. And, and, and you, you help me out here. This is right. Literally in our backyard, the military, the, the, the city, the, this area, let me just say that this area, the Hampton Roads area is trying its best to distance itself from the military. They want to, you know, become a coastal city. They want to become known for their biking trails and all this other good bullshit. Well, I'm not going to say it's bullshit, but it's bullshit. But instead of just distancing ourselves, just trying to find a way to get as far away from the military as possible. What if we enhance our care and our concern for the services hmm? what if we enhanced our our belief and our our passions for the people who are serving out there in, in in harm's way who are defending our freedoms many of them right here in our own yards that's the whole point understanding what has happened celebrating and and bringing very good closure to what has happened but also spending time dealing in what's happening within the people who lace up the uniform of these states united and dare i even say civilized and uncivilized nations all over this world because they got damn kids i keep telling y'all that so every monday my thought process is to look to see what's going on within our services uh, a bring awareness to it and b discuss ways that we as a community even though i hate that word but how we can come together and be supportive of the people who lace up the uniform of these stinking states united. They're not stinking, are they? Well, you know, we're dealing with trash. So I guess it is stinking. May I also say that I would like to call this and every subquent uh, or every following Monday, Memorial Monday, where we pause and do what we just did. We remember the past. We celebrate same, but we also embrace the present as we progress into the future. This is Memorial and Military Monday. Hmm? Can we do that? I, I knew you would like it. You know who else I know is like it? Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ. They'll put something here for us to take a pause. Take a pause. To reflect you got some people in your house go over there and kiss your husband who's in the service you're cheering call and text somebody who's who has or is serving let them know you love them hmm? i give you some time mr dj ma'am dj non-binary dj is going to give you something that you can think about while you're texting while you're emailing whatever you got to do right we'll keep this going right after this
you find yourself in the scriptures, we would like to turn our attention to Psalms number 43, which reads as thus, vindicate me, God, and champion my cause against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from the deceitful and unjust person. For you are the God of my refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? Send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then I will come to the altar of God, to God, 
my greatest joy. I will praise you with the lure, God, my God. Why, my soul, are you so dejected or depressed? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Our psalm of the day yields to our verse of the day in Hosea chapter 1, verse 7. For I will have compassion on the house of Judah, and I will deliver them by the Lord their God. I will not deliver them by bow, sword, or war, or by horses and Calvary. That is our psalm of the day, number 43, and our verse of the day, Hosea chapter 1, verse 7. Here's what I got out of these two pieces of business. Beginning with Psalms 43. Handle my business, because you know some of these folks could land me in jail. You know what I'm about, the things that I'm out here trying to do. These politicians be bugging Matt Gates, Marguerite Taylor Greene, uh, Donald Trump. They, Republicans, claim to be about you. But true talk, we know who is really about. But why have you left me? Got me out here with these crazy folks. I'm just trying to live a strong life. So send the light so I can find my way to what is successful for me. I could go to therapy. Sit down for multiple sessions. But all they can do is help me talk through. So tell me why I am so depressed. Dare I say it all comes down to priorities. Meaning, what am I investing my time in and energy in? That said, how about just investing my time and energy in the creator of the universe? Because you are my Lord. And I hope he is your Lord and Savior too. Hosea 1 and 7 Speaks this to us, or to me at least, and hopefully to you. Now I get it. I didn't attend one of them fancy cemetery schools. Which means I, by society standards, religious of course, have no right to argue as a theologian. The conflict in Israel, the one headlining our lives since October, has, in, well, usually drawn us well, as usual, should I say, drawing us to our mutual political corners. Our political scenes of combat, if you will. This text, however, debunks the argument of the pro-Israel and fuels in different ways the frustrations of the pro-Palestinians. It all comes down to one word. Compassion. Weapons does nothing but fuel the warlords. However, operation from a policy of peace is the true vision of our creator. 
by the way, wasn't that the vision of President 39? You know, James Earl Carter. Love the people through humanitarian issues. Care for them. And deliver them through what is just, what is noble, and what is righteous. Hmm. That is our interpretation that I would like to put onto the atmosphere today. How our world can operate and can function. Again, the psalm of the day, 43. And the verse of the day, Hosea 1 and 7. And may the Lord add a blessing to the idea and the discussion of his blessed word. Amen. And amen. All right. With that said, I think it's a good time for us to get on out your hair. Uh, shout out to all the peoples all over the, the world, particularly all over the East States United. Uh, most particularly uh, people from New Mexico to Kansas to Oklahoma to the upper Midwest. Out in these areas, temperature could dip from 5 to 30 degrees below normal that'll put some 14 million of us Americans members of these states united in, in winter uh, uh, in winter watches so please be careful about that and as you're still pondering over your election 2024 just remember they're all old bastards here last one of them we know Joe Biden is 81, but Donald Trump is 77, Nikki Haley is 51, Ron DeSantis is 45, Ross Swamy, he's 38, but he out there trying to figure out how to damn ski in a, what was he doing, surfing on a suit, God bless his heart, old Christie is 61, Asia Hutchins is 72, Doug Bergman, or Bergham is 67, Ryan Binkley, 56, Marina Williamson is 71. Dean Phillips is 54. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is 69. Cornell West, Dr. Cornell West is 70. And Jill Stein, 73. They all old. Except for, except for Vivek Ron Swamy. But again, you know what he's doing. He's out there surfing in a suit with some little hippie boys. I saw him on Instagram. So keep that in mind as you're out there trying to figure out what you're doing with your life. They, they just, the Lord will help us all. That's all we can talk about, I guess. No, that's, that's all we can talk about. All right, again, we're going to get out your hair. How about we do this again? We shall do this again. Lord willing, and that damn creek don't rise. Out of all we said today, we do appreciate you. I thank you for caring for your friends and family. I thank you for sharing with your communities. And most importantly, I thank you for praying. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and uncivilized nations, especially the uncivilized nations. They got kids, too. I keep trying to tell y'all that, damn it. All right, we'll get together. We'll do this again. Lord willing, and that damn crick don't rise. God bless that damn crick. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters.